episode five. Yay. So this week, or this episode, we will talk about uh, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, um, I'm, uh, I'm glad we actually discussed Gwen Stefani because um, we're still young. But when we were younger, you know, we sometimes forget this, but she used to be on top. She used to be perhaps the most successful female artist out yeah. there for like two, three, four years. Yeah. Right after No Doubt. And she was at like on top of Forbes 100 most influential people yeah. and stuff. She was right where at some point Britney was and Lady Gaga later yeah. was. She was at some point extremely successful. Well, she came sort of at like she was with No Doubt, mm-hmm. her famous band from the 90s. Super successful. Super successful. They just sort of hit with the Tragic Kingdom. Yep. And and won a whole bunch of awards, awards and sold a bunch of uh, records. And then she went on her own. Mm-hmm. And it took her a while from when No Doubt ended for her to release her first album, which is about three years, two to three years. It was very hard for her to come out with her first album. Mm-hmm. Which she wrote with some of her band members as well you know essentially a Gwen Stefani album back then was a no doubt album putting Gwen Stefani at forefront doing a more more pop thing there was this um making of I'm not sure if it was turned into a documentary or not but I've seen this making of where literally we see all no doubts band member in the studio with her writing her album and it was just interesting to see how much input they have into this album yeah for yeah for the first for maybe about four years in the 2000s she was probably the biggest pop star it was right after the whole britney christina and right before like the the new sort of wave of like lady gaga katy perry um and we're not going to specifically go into the no doubt era because Perhaps one day we're going to do a No Doubt um, episode because yeah, we like sure. them. Um, but we're going to specifically start with Love and Joel Music Baby. So, yeah, it was released in uh, 2004, November 2004. Mm-hmm. So right around maybe the same time as as like Britney's In the Zone. Mm-hmm. And, and so that sort of gives you context of what was out around that time. She had some massive producers on this album. And the first song is about that, what you're waiting for. Exactly. You know, she talks about how, like... Her writer's block. Yeah, but also, like, how she's like, oh, you're still a super hot female. Everyone's talking about you. Like, you need to get out with a song. You need to get a hit out. And I think it's almost like... I didn't know what to write about, yeah. but I knew that everyone was expecting a hit. So I'm going to write about exactly. the fact that everyone's expecting a hit from me. Exactly. And it's such a good song. What yeah. you're waiting for is an amazing song. I think it's probably one of the best songs on the album. I think so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because it's especially this album is very experimental. Yes. For that time. And, yes. And it really did push pop forward. And I think it also coincided with her fashion line, like, lamb she was doing everything at once there was this thing going on there was the album going on she was the spokesperson for l'oreal they would put this um song in it's called luxurious it's on the album so you'd hear that song on in every single commercial and back then television was big so you know when you had a commercial rotating on on the television you were huge because we'd see them all the time she had everything going on at once yeah the single did very well absolutely it it, uh was number one on the u.s dance chart uh-huh i think the album sold eight million or something something like that yeah so it's it's a it's a very commercially successful album yeah. she really did in a way a visual album but Bef- oh, yeah. way Be- before beyonce, beyonce was talking yeah, yeah. about oh this is my visual album and of course not every single song had a video clip yeah but 
if I think what you're waiting for, I see her in the dollhouse. Yeah, I a, see was, Alice in Wonderland. Exactly. A rich girl, I see her on her boat, like yes, on her, her pirate, ship. pirate ship, right? Yeah. Uh, Hollaback, obviously, we yeah. see her in her uh, downtown LA. Yeah, in her in car the, and exactly. and yeah. like marching band and stuff. Like yeah. the visuals were really fitting with the album. And she thought like maybe the way we see Lady Gaga is where Lady Gaga when she comes out with a project, she thinks, she thinks of every sort of aspect from visuals yep. to all that. Gwen Stefani did exactly that, and she, I guess. That's a true mark of like what a pop star needs to be. Mm-hmm. I remember the when she, when she was coming out with this album, she had said in an interview she wanted to sound like every song on the album was a single. I don't know if every single song on there is like a strong single material song. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like what you're waiting for. If we're to name a single, obviously yeah. that's my favorite one. But I would also like to like name something that is not a single. I I love Bubble Pop Electric okay. and uh, I, I loved also um, Harajuku Girls. Okay. I, w- I don't know if I have recommendations. I will say that um, Rich Girl is, out of all her songs that come on, Rich Girl is probably my yeah, favorite when good. it comes on. Um, and it was nice to sort of see like Gwen Stefani back with Eve from mm. a couple years ago. Prior to that, they had yeah, uh, yeah. Let Me Blow Your Mind something or something. Like that, yeah. So if I were to pick a non-single um, track, it would be nothing. Cool. I think we can start talking about the second yeah, album. Yeah, the second album, um, which was uh, called... The Sweet Escape. The Sweet, and that was released... <laughs> I love it. What, two years 2006, after? Yeah. 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 I love this album. Do you think it's better than the first album? Um, I think the singles are as strong, okay. but I, I think as a whole, the first album is like more consistent. I, if if I had to listen to one album from start to finish, I would start. I would listen to the first one, but I think the singles are as strong on the second one as well. Yes, I actually like. I I completely agree with you, but I also find the singles from the second one very reminiscent of the singles from the first one. Right. Like the first single is winded up on the second <sighs> album, right? And it, it does feature odd sound, just the way the first song, "What You Waiting For," was an odd sound. Uh-huh. Um, I actually don't really like winded up. I find it slightly annoying. Yeah, I prefer the Sweet Escape. If we're yeah. to compare, like on the same al- album, yeah. but I, do, I don't think it's a bad song. No, it's not. But I think like the parts that I love about Wind It Up is the sample is Sound of Music, and I lo- I'm a massive Sound of Music fan. Listening to it now, I like it more today than I used to like it back when it came out. Okay, I'd agree with yeah. you. And then also the second single being the Sweet Escape, she kept with strong visuals. Like I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna like, throughout say throughout the entire like. I think it's one of her best videos. Yeah. Like, it's the, it's the one video as a kid I was obsessed with. Yeah. We can say anything about this woman, especially now, right? Like, people say she sold out and whatever it is. But what we can deny is she has huge star quality. And she's very likable. And she always was. Well, like, if your job is a pop star, like, if, you, if yeah. you're, you know, if you're writing, you know, your tax forms out or something. Like, I put a graphic <laughs> Occupation. Designer, you know what I mean? And under occupation. And you put pop star. They, well, yeah. own being a pop star. Like, I do not, like people half-assing like you're so rigid i disagree with you and if you're going to be a pop star you have to understand and Mm -hmm. if you can't if you can't cook then get out of that 
the kitchen. You know what I mean? I disagree. I think you can be a pop star for a while and then it gets boring. It's a crazy life. Well, like you can't you can't raise kids properly being a pop star. No, no, Honestly. No. What I, what I like touring and stuff. <laughs> you're so rigid every time. No, no, every no, time no. like no, no, no. Every time we have a discussion about uh, some someone who was at the top and then took a break, decided to back up, Actually, do something else, have a TV show, whatever it is. He's like, mm, not. No, no, it's no, no. not what it used to be. I'm like, give them a break. These people need a break. When Stefani, I, at that time, when she was writing down her occupation on her tax form as pop star, she was doing it. She did pop star like and nobody else. Like, yeah, but she understood everyone. everything. I do have set rules. If you're going to be an American pop star, you be an American pop star. Like that's right. what I will say is that this album, she was a pop star. She, and was. she was the biggest pop star at that time. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I the, think, um, the, I think four in the morning is a great song I, as well. I think it's a her I, best song. I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's one of her best songs. But you know what song is actually really good that I keep listening to is Early Winter, Four in the Morning, and Early four Winter in the morning. So are good. S- such strong songs yes that like and they're probably one of her best some of her best songs like i'd yeah. say they're in my yeah. top three top three or four personally i think it's her best work in terms of music right um and we're gonna come back well yeah and then we're gonna come back and talk about um everything she's been up to after the break excluding the most recent no doubt album because we're gonna cover that someone else there's a recent no doubt album yeah well, like 2011 or something No more than that. Anyways. Hey listeners, I hope you enjoy this episode so far. My name is Matt and I work at Mouton, where we help new podcasters get their shows up and running so they never have to worry about anything but their passion. Mouton can assist you with the creative process, production, montage, artwork design, sound design, distribution, partnerships, and more. Our team is young, dynamic, and guess what? We're affordable. Head to www.gomouton.com to get in touch with us today. That's G-O-M-O-U-T-O-N.com. I can't wait to witness your podcast journey. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi, friends. Before getting back to our episode, we have a little favor to ask. Because we want to make this show as successful as we can and build a community around pop music, it would really, really help us if you could subscribe to this show wherever you listen to it and give us a positive review. We would also like to take a minute to thank you for making it this far into the episode. We hope you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy recording it. Now let's get back to the episode. When we left you, it was 2006. Fast forward to 2016. Mm-hmm. And so that's 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwen Stefani is still alive. Yep. Um, Doing well. I, I'm assuming so. I yep. just figured out that she released an album with No Doubt in 2012. Which is a really good album. Yep. If you, if I you... will listen to it later yep. on. It's a really good album. Um, she had a couple of kids. She got divorced. <laughs> she um, yes, I mean. became a reality star, a, a judge on The Voice. Um, that's what people know her, I guess, now. I mean, the for. younger crowd might know yeah, her from there. And I, I think that's fine yeah. as well. I mean, it's a, it's a nice platform for these artists. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, if you say so. No, really. Um, and it, uh, it allowed her to doing shows again and you know she now has a residence in vegas and stuff and yes, perhaps without her being on the voice maybe that would not have happened the same way sometimes it pushes a younger True. crowd to go back and revisit True. music that they I, were not aware of before and i think i don't think it's a bad thing 26 
2015, I saw her live. Mm-hmm. Um, she did like a summer tour and it was an outdoor concert. And I went with a friend and it's it fun. was great. I love that I fun. paid $20 through yeah. Groupon yeah. to see her. Yeah. Because uh, the tickets were that cheap. See, so I don't think it's a bad thing. No, it's it not. It really isn't. And I guess not. You know, oh, really? <laughs> I think in the, in the 10 years, music has changed so much. And I think she doesn't have the place she once held in music as a solo artist as no doubt mm-hmm. i think she still sort of has that space yeah, yeah yeah yeah. but with people like Katy perry and like lady gaga now i don't think she can keep up because we have to, yeah because when she released that sec that third album was it called again it's yeah. called this is what the truth feels like and first I, of all it's too long oh my god right? well the album is way too long there's way too many there's way too many tracks yes. on that album so when that album came out Lady Gaga was big Katy Perry was big so that's the reason and they're still big but I mean like yeah. now there are new artists that are perhaps like yeah. more relevant well, now, yeah, and, yeah, right? exactly yeah. I agree with you I'm not sure if she could compete and you know they've released some tracks before this album that really didn't do too well yeah. even if uh, Farrell was on there yeah. uh, was it yeah uh, Spark the Fire it didn't end up on the album yeah. it was like a weird start to the album and then they finally released baby don't cry uh, baby don't lie it was yeah. not good it, it didn't end up on the album so she released two songs that didn't end up on her album yeah. and then i guess the main single is make me like you i remember a, it being a big push at that year's grammys because it was like a live music video yeah so they recorded was, a live music yeah. video good idea on paper yeah. not sure if it translated really well plus yeah. there was someone falling down and stuff which again they tried to do something that that was new and stuff yeah. and I, you can't really hold it against them because yeah. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah. but i just don't know if that was the type of album she should have been releasing well like it wasn't as experimental as the first two albums no it, it sounded more like something that like it's a mixture of like like a no doubt album that was maybe sort of like tamed a bit the i think the problem with this album is none of the songs are catchy and that's the only thing they're all flat in a way right honestly i don't know what to say more about this album i think that's really it it didn't go well it doesn't sound good all right next call and then her next call is a christmas album yes (laughs) and for some reason I've heard her album everywhere this year, specifically the year before as well. You know, I'm sure it's doing great. And the thing with a Christmas album is you can recycle it every single year. So sure. you record it once and you recycle it and make money off of it every single year. So that's a good business venture, I guess. But I think it diminishes her legacy in a way because like... She's now becoming so generic. I would have never thought when I was younger that Gwen Stefani would record a Christmas yeah. album. I love Christmas and yeah. I like nothing about Gwen Stefani screams like holiday fun and and you know playing in the snow and baking cookies and Christmas carols and song like it's just so like left field <laughs> yeah. that like it's left field for a different like ball game like, it's like it doesn't even it doesn't make sense there's so many christmas albums that and they're all the same songs they're all or most of them are songs from the 50s right yeah we can think of like key albums that are the our go-to albums so i'm not sure what gwen stefani because is she really known as like a very good singer i think she's known like as a like a voice that is very particular and like yeah. very noticeable and you, yeah. you recognize her straight away. Yeah. I don't know. I've never like envisioned her sing, singing Silent Night and then turns out it's on her album. Yeah, so she doesn't bring anything to the table in no. terms of Christmas, right? No. I, I'm not against having Gwen Stefani becoming this like 
television person. Um, I'm not against her being on TV shows. I'm not against her being a judge because I think she does have her place there. Yeah, I I don't care. Actually, I would I would pick her as a judge over a lot of people. If I, if I was on The Voice and I had so, to pick a judge, I would pick her over well Maroon Five. Let's say the yeah, guy from Maroon Five, Adam Levine, Blake Shelton. Who was the girl? Alicia Keys. I would I would pick either her or Alicia Keys. I think they're as deserving of being there. Sure, no, I, I completely agree. I I'm at the point with Gwen Stefani that like if she releases new stuff, that's great, and if it sounds great, I'll listen to it. If not, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath to hear anything amazing. There's so many people that now do what she used to do so much better that I'm a bigger fan of that I I might as well stick to yeah to them yeah. you know just trying to finish on a good note yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she has a very important legacy if they ask me do you want to go see Gwen Stefani tomorrow in Vegas yeah hell yeah get me a drink I'll have a lot of fun oh. give me Hollaback Girl okay. give me like they're all hits right would you okay so again I in October I go to see Lady Gaga yeah and I'm making a special trip to go there for yeah. Lady Gaga I'd go and see go Lady Gaga before Gwen Stefani but of course would you she has a Vegas residency would you now book a ticket to go to Vegas to see her yeah I would really. Yeah, or would you if you so happen to be in Vegas and she's performing, you'd see her. I would. I, I would at this stage. I would because I loved her, okay. and I've never seen her live. And I think she's so Vegas in a way. I would go and see a, a Gwen Stefani show in Vegas, and I would have a lot of fun. I'm, a I'm lot of fun. I, you know, I'm I'm happy like to sort of end off the podcast. I'm happy I saw her live. Like, yeah. I love that it was a summer show, so it was outdoors, and yeah. and it was at the Molson Amblin Theater or Budweiser stage mm-hmm. in Toronto. It, it was a good, it was a good time. It she definitely sort of fits that venue quite well. Mm-hmm. It's just a good time. It's I think that's time. what it is. It's yeah. a good time, yeah. good song, yeah. old vibes, fun. I would, yes, I would go and see Gwen Stefani in Vegas anytime. Way, way before Christina Aguilera, I would go and see her before Britney Spears. So, to answer your question, yeah, yes. So she's in Vegas. Her show is called Gwen Stefani, Just a Girl. Is she still there? Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's at the Zappo Theater at Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Um, and she is there till November 2019. Nice. And maybe yeah. she's going to be renewed. And maybe she might be renewed, yes. Yeah. What I like about these episodes is that we get to sort of listen to things i probably haven't listened to in a very long time <laughs> yes and it was it was enjoyable to to listen to the at least the first two mm-hmm. albums again on that note i think we're gonna end the episode here yes. thanks for listening to our show again if you have any comments Comment. yeah uh, let us know yeah we have a website yeah so you're gonna hear it in the outro yeah um and we have instagram as well if you want to yeah, like, get, get to us You'll, yeah if you want to send us like I'm love mail or just, hate mail yeah, we're fine with yeah, it as well or you know, on grinder or something we'll i'm not on grinder no. though oh, well um, well okay mm-hmm. well mm. that's another episode of uh pop it yes. yeah Thanks for listening to our show. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you want to support the show, please give us a positive review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Do you love pop music as much as we do and want to stay up to date? Like our Facebook page. You can also visit our website at www.popets.ca, where we post articles and content about music. Finally, if you like the way we sound and want to know what we look like, follow us on Instagram. I'm at Andrea Lee. And I'm at Will Hilson underscore official. Thanks for supporting the show. We'll see you soon.